Welcome to I Sell the Sign, a podcast about loving all parts of you. The messy, the weird, the stubborn, the airy fairy, and creating a magical, joyful, wonderful, all around full of miracles life here on earth. I'm Abby Hamble. And I'm Fallon Jay. And we're here to help you stop living life the hard way. Because all parts of you are welcome here. And we're leaving none of you behind. We We love love you. you. Let's get started. Let's get started. Welcome to today's episode of I Saw the Sign with Abby Hamill and Fallon Jay. Hello. Today is, I don't even know what to call this episode, but let's, I guess, dive into some of the themes. But one of the things that occurred to me, um, I don't know when this was, maybe a week or two ago, I was just thinking about how I've had some really fun experiences uh, more kind of spiritual experiences when it comes to, um, well, my the baby and baby in my belly, and also my um, just my sister's kids and just things that happen when you are pregnant and or when you're in early motherhood that make you feel more connected to the baby yeah. itself. Um, and is very in theme with our I saw the sign because it's different signs that you get from, you know, that maybe are coming directly from your baby or from your angels or from God or however you want to call it. Yeah. Um, and the other side of that being that what I've noticed as I've been going through this pregnancy is just that there's so much fixation on the very physical things that are happening in pregnancy and you know you get your your baby books and you read your baby books trying to trying to be you know as prepared as possible you have your app that tells you what's happening to your body every day every week and how your baby's growing and advancing and all of that and then you've got you know the moms the other moms to be who are in the forums you know of those those apps who are all talking about how their bodies are changing and different, you know, symptoms they're experiencing or, you know, maybe weight that they're gaining. And it's a lot of, it's a lot of attention on the things that you're feeling and the things that you're seeing. Yes. And, and less maybe on the like spiritual connection that you have to becoming a mother and sinking into what motherhood means and connecting with your baby even before the baby is out here in the world, you know, while it's in the womb or even before yeah. it's born. Which, yeah, you and I have both done that. Too. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So, and we both have some fun stories to share about this. And mostly we just wanted to also hear your fun stories because we know that our listeners are very intuitive women who have received some amazing, some amazing signs, some amazing um, connection. Yeah. And so we would love to hear from you too, but we'll yeah. start off with, we'll start off with, let's see. So one of the ones that just happened to me recently, I guess this will be a big reveal episode because I'll be revealing the name of the baby, <laughs> <laughs> um, which I guess I haven't done yet, but 
So the funny story about this is that um, I have been getting signs for the last like two and a half years for a baby girl. Oh, signs for this sweet baby girl. We have a scrapbook, a digital scrapbook of these signs. Yes, we do. All of the signs. And I'm going to keep her name under wraps until she's finally, you know, in the womb later. But I've been seeing signs for this little girl for two and a half years. So was very surprising to me. And she also showed up in different readings that I've had with different psychics and intuitives. And everybody was expecting that this pregnancy was this little girl. Mm -hmm. And um, so when I took the, so when I took the test, the, the genetic testing, and it said it was a boy, I was like, what? Hold on. Hold on. (laughs) I don't know what to do with a boy. I've I've been expecting it to be a little girl this whole time. And, and I will be honest and say that there was a little bit of grief at first because I had been envisioning this whole future and this whole, you know, kind of picture in my head of what I thought it was going to be and look like. But once I was, you know, shifted into, it was going to be this sweet little boy, then, you know, that changed for me. Mm -hmm. But, um, but I was having, it was having a hard time coming up with names. I had a list of names that all were ones that I liked. Um, and one in particular, I really liked. But I didn't know or think Jameson would go for. And he was very stuck on a name that was his grandfather's name and that I liked, but it wasn't my favorite. Yeah. So we were kind of like, we might have to wait until he comes out and see what he looks like and see which, you know, what name fits him. And so, so one day out of nowhere, and I had asked, I was like, you know, baby, tell me, like, tell me who you are. You know, I would go to bed at night or if I was just kind of like in, in meditation, I'd put my hand in my belly and be like, okay, so I want to get to know who you are. Cause I've been expecting this, this little girl. So let me know, you know, tell me who you are and what you want to be called. And because I already had a name, you know, picked out for, for your sister. <laughs> she, had, she had her name picked out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Whenever she arrives. Yeah. Um, and so one day out of out of the blue, my sister Ashley texted me and she said, why do I keep having dreams that your baby's name is Ellis? Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's so weird because that's the name I really like, but I don't think Jameson's going to go for it. Yeah. And I was like, did I tell you that, that, that I wanted that name? And she's like, no. And she's like, but basically the last three nights or four nights, I go to bed and I have the same dream. And I dream that your um that you've had the baby and I'm going to meet him and I ask you what what his name is and you tell me his name's Ellis. And she's like, so basically, long story short, I think that your baby's trying to tell you that his name that he wants his name to be Ellis. Mm-hmm. And and I was like, I mean, that's great. That's fine with me because I've been asking him what his name is. So I'm glad that he told you. Mm-hmm. And um now I just have to convince Jameson. Um but then that night after this happened, I went to bed and I was having a dream that I was telling my other sister um, about this whole story. And I woke up from the dream. It was like 4 a.m. in the morning. And um, and I just was like, all right, if this is if this is your name, 
I put my hand on my belly and I said, if your name is Ellis, if that's what you want, then give me a kick. And I got an immediate kick right on my hand. So I was like, all right, there it is. Yeah. You picked your name. So I told, I told Jameson the next day and he was like, I guess I never get to pick the baby's name. (laughs) You have the last name. It's fine. (laughs) Yeah. And I was like, well, you know, they just, they're picking their own names. Yeah. It's not, I didn't pick it. It's a name that I liked. Mm-hmm. but I wasn't trying to push it on you. Yeah. Yeah. So it happens. I have like a similar experience about Nova. Yeah. Tell me your story about Nova. Cause I don't know if I've heard or if I've heard it in a while. Yeah. So, you know, I, Nova was hovering um, for quite some time. When I say hovering, it, like I could feel a soul. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was, I had no intentions on getting pregnant anytime soon, um, but I could feel her wanting to come through and so much so that even friends jumped about her was like, you have a baby girl coming. And I remember one time dreaming about a baby girl with my friend Tessa. And I text Tessa and I said, hey, I don't know if this is your baby or my baby. She goes, oh, no, that's your baby. She's coming soon. And I was like, OK. <laughs> um, she's like, I've met her a few times. You know, Tessa's like very spiritual and is in the field all the time. She's like, I've met her a few times in the ether. She's ready. And I'm like, well, I'm okay. Okay. So anyway, so then when, you know, we do get pregnant a couple months later uh, with her dad and I, and somewhere I had heard the name Nova. I mean, I think I was barely nine weeks and it was like this ping through my entire body. Like that's supposed to be her name. That's supposed, and we had two names that we were going back and forth. And I, we were kind of using, I think, not saying that we were using the other name as like a safety blanket, but we were, we were just like, just in case. Cause we don't, I, you know, I didn't really know, but the, the story too, is we were actually sitting down writing out different names. And as we wrote out Nova, her dad looks at me and Ray LaMontagne is like, I love him. He's a great artist. And he had done, I went on his supernova tour and I just so, and I got a tank top and I just so happened to be wearing a tank top that said supernova on it mm. at the same time we're doing these baby names and we come across nova and we're both and i tell him i really want it to be nova and he was like you're wearing a t-shirt a, a tank top that says supernova right now and it was like we mm. both were just like we're gonna keep the other name as a backup just in case but like that's you know that we just i just knew that was gonna be her name and then i had intuitives too that were like she really wants to be Nova. like the other name's not her she wants to be your ancestors mm-hmm. like nova she likes nova um, so yeah, you know, I think it's really, it's just fun. Our babies communicate with us before they ever get here. And, yeah. And I think when our intention too, for this episode, well, I think I know is we normalize a lot of conversation, like you said, around what we learn about in the apps and about our bodies changing. And we do need to still talk about those things and normalize even that conversation of like all the things that happen, but the spiritual side of it, like these are not coincidences. These are not your sister dreaming about Ellis's name is not some hippity dippity stuff. Like this is real. This is the way that God, universe, our angels use communication because obviously they're not just going to appear in front of us or we probably freak out. So they, they use dreams and they use signs and they use serendipitous things like this. Yeah. I mean, it's like going back to our first episode and thinking about all the different signs that we get all the time for different things that we want. And it's staying open to all the ways in which you are receiving signs because it's like you were listening to a song, you know, and that 
or like a song by the guy who you went on tour and the tour was supernova, you know, and then you had the t-shirt, the tank top and you love the name. And, and I remember like, even when, when my sister, Ashley, same sister, when she was pregnant with her third child, she dropped in our group text. She was like, we don't know if it's a girl or a boy yet, but if we have a boy, we really like these names. And if it's a girl, we really like these names. And my, my, it's like, I can't even explain it that my hands just picked up the phone and just started typing. You're going to have a girl and you're going to name her Kendall. Like it's going to be a girl and you're going to name her Kendall. And I sent it and she was like, whoa. And I was like, I don't even know where that came from. Like literally hands were just like, boom, 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 boom. There you go. It's like, they got possessed by a moment, you know, for a moment by, by the spirit or, you know, by Kendall or whoever the angels or whatever. And then I went in and I was driving into the office that day and I got into the office and it's when I still worked in a product testing lab and there were all these flooring samples spread out for all of these samples that needed to be tested in the acoustic lab that day. And on all of the boxes in giant bold letters was the name Kendall. And I was like, snap a photo, Ashley, by the way, here's your sign that I wasn't being crazy. But just so you know, you're having a girl and you're going to name her Kendall. (laughs) Just to reiterate, you know, what's interesting with yours, too, was I'd never heard of I mean, I've heard the name Ellis, but not really. And I remember right when you were talking, we were talking about like, I don't know, is Jameson going to go for this? Like, but then my sister's having these dreams and and then I saw the name Ellis and I was like, never in my effing life have I seen the name Ellis, Abby. And I screenshotted you. And so, like, it's just Mm -hmm. it's so fun. Yeah. Yeah. All of these ways that you just get you get this, um, you receive these little signs these little bits of connection that are inviting you to, to deepen that connection. I think with your, with your child mm-hmm. before it's even born yeah. and, and with yourself, you know, as you are stepping into that new role, you know, one thing that came through my journaling today was, um, was even, was even, been doing more connecting with all of the mothers like in my line like in the line of ancestors and asking for their wisdom mm. and which I haven't done yet but I was just like oh I hadn't even thought about that but I was just like in that state and I was automatic writing and that was what came up so I was like okay we'll do that yeah there's so but much like you're saying automatic writing go ahead no but like you're saying just yeah, there's so much emphasis on, I mean, gosh, in pregnancy, so many things to buy, all of the different baby things that you're going to need to have the healthiest, happiest, best baby and all of the different ways that you can parent and the different, you know, do you get this car seat or that car seat or this one that doesn't have toxins or this one that is has the highest safety rating or this one that blah, 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 whatever. And I think it can be very easy to miss the subtle, beautiful things that are happening as you're going through it because there is so much um, like overload of information, of opinions, oh. of just changes that are happening. Like I mentioned already, that it's a lot. It's a lot to to take in and... So this, I just feel like this part of it can be so easily overlooked, but yet is 
one of the most magical things about it. Yeah. I know with me, you know, Nova, I knew she was going to be a spitfire. You know, I, I'm a pretty calm energy. I mean, I have, you know, I experienced the world with my emotions, but still a very calm, like most people around me are like, you're so calm. You're like, so Zen. And, and I was like, my daughter is not going to be like this. I could feel her having this really adventurous, outgoing, fiery spirit and soul. And so you get to connect with the energy of your child now. You get to prep for who they're going to be and how you're going to parent them because it's already started. You know, and I remember I would be in CrossFit. I CrossFitted a lot at the time and I CrossFitted through my entire pregnancy. And I remember asking her before I would go do a workout, I would tune into her and be like, do you, are you okay with this? I'm getting like, because I, she's a part of this now, you know, and my, my moving my body affects her and I didn't want to overdo it, but I also didn't want to not move because that's such an important part of my life. And also I think pregnancy is it's so safe, you know, to, to move um, more than we ever realized. But, and I remember feeling her being like, yeah, let's go. Like she was like, yeah, like, yes. And I'm like, okay. And so I, you know, it is such a magical time. I mean, let alone just having them inside of you and feeling them kick, but also just the energetic communication that's already happening between the two of you. It's, oh, it's incredible. And it can be easily lost when you're in the overwhelm. I remember the car seat search. I remember like literally bitching at her dad. You take over the car seat search. I'm done. I, I don't, I can't choose. Like there's, there's, this one's really good and this one's good, but then these are the things that are the difference. And it's like, yes. And also we're not going to make the wrong decision. So let me tune in with my baby and have some fun also, you know, and enjoy the, this journey. Cause for me, you know, I'm older. I'm not going to, I'm not going to have another baby. You will absolutely have another baby. She's coming. Um, but it was like, if, if you're doing it once or if you're doing it 10 times, each one is so unique and special. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the other thing I wanted, I don't know if you feel comfortable sharing this or not, but you have a fun story too about, about your birth story. Oh, yeah. Talking about the ancestral line. Um, yeah, I feel comfortable sharing, you know, it's, it's kind of hard to condense, but I'm going to do my best. But I, I remember just being in the hospital room. I went 42 weeks with her. She was like, she was real cozy, real cozy in there. And so <laughs> We did an induction, but not with Pitocin. We did an induction with Cytotap. And um, my midwife did it not orally. She inserted it in my cervix. And so it kind of gives more of a gentle, it lets the cervix efface and dilate at like a slower rate until you hit active labor. And then it moves really quickly. But um, I just remember being in labor land and in, in the, you'll hear a lot of women that talk about being in labor land and it really is. It's like this, this shift that happens and all of a sudden the veil is lifted and I couldn't see anything, but I could hear the room was full of voices. And I, it was like, even now just telling you, I get goosebumps and I get teary because it was like, I could feel her ancestors in the room supporting me as I'm in some of the craziest pain of my life, but such a unique experience that all of a sudden my hormonal, my hormones took over and the veil dropped and I knew I wasn't alone, you know, cause I didn't have, it was just, it was my doula and her dad. 
and my midwife mm-hmm. came in and out and that was it. It wasn't, I didn't have a bunch of people in there. You know, my mom was in town, but she was at home with our dogs and kind of waiting to be on call. And, um, and it was loud. I just remember the room was so loud for so many hours as I was in labor and it felt so supportive and so full of love. And yeah, I think that this is the stuff that isn't talked about enough because we're not yeah, all like this. Not our, at all. Our, yeah, it's not, it isn't because we're really not alone in it. They're here now. They're watching now. They're proud of us now. Our ancestors are bowing to us now, excited now that their lineage gets to live on, you know, mm-hmm. and um, knowing that we're going to be, quote unquote, doing it better than they are right? Because we're women of our work that are always doing the inner work also and do, you know, connecting, but also taking their wisdom. Like we hold their wisdom. That's mm-hmm. why you probably got in your automatic writing to connect with them is they also have wisdom for you on who this soul is, who he wants to be, and also what worked for them, what didn't work for them, what beliefs they're, they held that they don't want you to hold anymore. There's so yeah. much richness um, in that. Yeah. 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 I love that. It makes me excited. And it reminds me of one time when I had a reading, just I did an Akashic record reading. And I was like, oh, I wonder. She's like, is there anything else that you want to know? And I was like, oh, I just wonder if there's anyone else here who, who wants to say anything. And she's like, oh, let me ask. And she's like, oh, my God, a bunch of people just like stepped out of the woodwork that were not here before, but they just like stepped into the room and they have a lot to say. Yeah. And I think realizing that like you just said, that they're there all the time in a way that's just loving and supportive. And they're always mm-hmm. there offering wisdom and support and love. And that's something to just know mm-hmm. is always around you, that you always have, that you're always having that support. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. really such a magical time. And it gets to continue to be, you know, you get in the, the throes of life, right? Like my daughter's now six and a half going on seven. And, you know, so you get like all of that happens life happens and but it's still there the energetic connection the knowing is still there being able to tune into her is still there i was once told that like your auras from mother to child is actually connected up until they're like eight or nine years old like you're literally aurically connected like that umbilical Mm -hmm. energetic umbilical cord is doesn't really dissolve until they're older and also science is now showing a lot of a lot of that in our cellular 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 memory, not my favorite word to say. Um, and so it's just, you know, don't forget to just pause and tune in too. Um, yeah. Yeah. But I'm, I'm excited for you. I'm excited. One thing I love are birth stories. Like I live for people's birth stories, no matter what they are. I'm just like, yes, because they're just so unique. My birth story didn't go at all how I thought it was going to go, but it was just so freaking beautiful. I wouldn't have changed a thing. And it's just such a unique, powerful experience. And it's just so full of magic. I just love them. So please share your story with me. Like you, Abby, and also our listeners. Because I just, they're just, I love hearing them and holding space for them. And it's like an honor for me to hear those. And share, and share the, the different, you know, little insights and connections and signs and intuitive, you know, nudges that you've gotten along the way as like through your pregnancy, through your motherhood, when your kids were little. And one of the things I guess we didn't bring up, but we are wrapping up is about, um, you know, when kids are still kind of connected to their spirit selves when they're little and they say things that 
you know, show that they still remember maybe a time before this or wherever yeah. their spirit was before they got here. So yeah, well, maybe we'll are, save that for another, yeah, another day. Those are powerful stories too. And yeah, I think that's going to be another great podcast episode. So yeah, this is, I yes. love, I'm excited. Yes. I'm excited for our listeners to receive this one and just do more exchanges and tag us, DM us, text us. We'd love to hear it. Yes. And we love you. Yes. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you loved this episode, write us a review and let us know. See you next week. And until then, here's to loving all parts of you. And leaving none of you behind.